Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I am your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Hello there. Welcome to episode 81 of the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. Today, we are talking all about avoiding the common pitfalls, the do's and don'ts of connecting for collaboration and to pick my brain. So we will dive into that. I get a lot of emails and DMs um, all about this. So I thought I would create an episode to share with you how I like to be approached and how I like to connect with potential collaborations. Alrighty, so we are going to light our beautiful beeswax candle. Set the intention for connection, clarity, and communication. Perfect. Alrighty. And then I'm pulling a tarot card today. So I'm still on that beautiful Meraki tarot kit, second edition. So our card is the Queen of Swords. Oh my gosh, this is so good. Queen of Swords, she is all about speaking her truth. She's about standing in her power and setting her boundaries. And I feel very Queen of Swords with this topic. So I hope that this will inspire you as well to speak your truth and set your boundaries and how you would like to um, collaborate with others. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to start with the do's. I was just saying earlier that I get comments, DMs and um, email messages about wanting to get on the podcast or collaborations or working with me or just, you know, wanting to get some advice about joining the interior design industry, which I think is all exciting and fun and i have tons of knowledge i believe in this space so let's start with the do's first of all number one you need to do your research so before reaching out to me make sure that you are familiar with my work that you've listened to the podcast you know my audience and the content that i produce uh, this will give you a better idea of whether or not a collaboration would be a good fit for us so i've had people come up to me and want to come on the podcast and I've never listened to the podcast and it's just really really surprising to me that somebody would want to be put on something like a podcast and have never had 
listen to an episode. So wanted to put that out there. Second, you know, just be respectful of my time and make sure that you're approaching me with a professional and courteous manner. I haven't really had anyone be rude to me. So that's really important, but it's also just important just to show up as a professional when you're reaching out to somebody. So when you're writing a letter or if it's a little bit more casual, you know, with a DM, that's totally cool. I love voice messages. If you want to send me a voice message, that just helps me connect with your personality to understand who you are a little bit better. Number three is be clear and concise when reaching out to me. I want to know what you're bringing to the table so that I can understand or what is it that you're wanting to achieve so that I can understand if this is going to work or not. So make sure that you're being clear about what the collaboration is going to look like. It, it always kind of irks me, I guess, a pet, a pet peeve of mine would be somebody that reaches out to me and wants to, you know, connect with me over coffee or, or meet up with me and they want to do a collaboration and then we meet up and it's like, okay, you know, what are you thinking? What are you, what are you envisioning? How are you seeing us working together? And they go blank. They have no idea. There's no idea as far as um, what they want to do, how they see us working. And they're kind of expecting me to create an opportunity for them to integrate them into my life, to integrate them into my audience, into what I'm doing. And I just can't do that. I don't have bandwidth to come up with ideas for you or figure out how to fit you into my life. So I love being sold. I love it when someone has an idea and they're super stoked about it and they want to pitch it to me and they want to share it with me. That's rad. That is super cool. I love having people come up to me with an exciting idea with something that they want to do. But it's really disappointing when somebody reaches out to me wanting to connect for collaboration and just has no idea. Have something, something that I can work with because I just can't come up with all the ideas. I come up with a lot of ideas really fast. But yeah, I, I want to work with someone that can carry their own weight that aren't going to kind of ride my coattails and bring them along. So, you know, it's a two-way street with me. I really believe in that energy of, of going back and forth so that I'm not always serving the other person. I, I need to have something back. There needs to be an exchange. And then, yeah, number four is, you know, that offering of value, kind of what I was just talking about, you know, even coming up with some sort of an offer in return. It could be anything from bringing in a new listener to the podcast or helping me connect with you to, to bring on a bigger audience. So again, there needs to be some sort of a give and take there. I can't just be giving you everything, exposing you to my audience and not getting anything in return. So at least if you're going to connect with me and wanting to be on the podcast, maybe share, you know, I'd love to share the podcast with my audience and what I've got going on. And I can do this, this, and this to help the growth for both of us, right? It's a collaboration. So it's not a one-sided situation. So let me just go over the do's again. Do your research. That's number one. Number two is be respectful. Number three is be clear and concise. And number four is to offer value. And then for the don'ts, you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit. Don't be vague. Don't send me a generic email asking for collaboration or to pick my brain um, without any information. Don't do an email blast to a hundred different podcast hosts. And I'm one on the list that doesn't make me feel very special. Obviously don't send out number two, don't send out a generic email on top of all of that, where it's like a plug and play where you just put my name in there, dear Rachel. And I, you know, I'm really inspired by your podcast, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's a, a 
we can see right through it. We know you're not genuine. We know that you haven't listened to the podcast, that you're just kind of spraying and praying um, that someone picks you up. So please don't do that. Uh, the other thing is don't be pushy. Don't constantly harass me, sending me an email every day following up. If I haven't responded to your initial request, I've just been super busy or it gets lost. And it's something that if I feel like there's something that we can do, I'll get back to you. I try to get back to everybody, but just don't be that that nagging sort of voice that's constantly there. Um, there is a fine balance. I know maybe check up, you know, later that week. So just be aware of that. And then the other thing too is number four, don't be unrealistic. So don't expect me to drop everything and dedicate all my time for your project or to meet you, you know, right away that day. I try to meet people as soon as I can when it fits in my schedule. I do virtual meetings with people on Tuesdays and Mondays, mostly Tuesdays. And I try to do in-person meetings Wednesday and Thursday. So I kind of have to fit that into my time blocks within my schedule. And I'm just really conscious and aware of my time. So it has to make sense for me. And for those of you that just want to kind of pick my brain about um, entering the holistic interior design industry in general, or to see if the Design Coven membership is for you, I love that. I want to engage with you. I want to talk to you. I want to know what your passions are. I want to know why you want to go into this industry. I want to know everything. So I have created a very specific time in my schedule to be able to connect with those of you that do want to enter this industry of holistic interior design and you can sign up for a free meeting with me at designcoven.com forward slash join and there my schedule will be up for you you can connect that works for you and then we're kind of locked into that that time frame but you know that is really important and the future of design is really important to me and students are important to me and i love i do love collaboration don't get me wrong but it has to be done in a way that makes sense for yourself and for me and um, just to protect that beautiful energy that you know that we both possess and make sure that's in alignment you know i'm all about feeling into things i'm all about intuition and connection and I can tell you right off the bat when I get an email, I can tell if it's a right fit, if there is an alignment, and you can guarantee that I will write you back instantly if that's the case. So hope I'm not discouraging anybody from connecting. I love connecting with all my listeners and everyone that's here. So, and if you want to connect even more, I created a free tier for the design coven or anyone to connect with me there. If you are an interior designer or aspiring interior designer, please join us at the design coven. So it's designcoven.com forward slash join. Can't wait to hear from you all. You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person 
event. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry, Blake Ferris, for all of her special help with the podcast, our social media posts, newsletter, and lastly, Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well, and we will see each other soon.